I'm Navneet Mann, lawyer turned online entrepreneur. I help unfulfilled professionals start an online business that makes an impact so they can finally leave their draining careers and have ultimate freedom, control, and fulfillment in their lives. Using the power of self-discovery, subconscious science, and business strategy, I will help you transition out of your unfulfilling career and into a freedom-based business that you love. This is the Aligned Freedom Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Navneet Mann, and this is episode 60. Wow. I can't believe we're already at episode 60. I have taken a few breaks from this podcast um, in the past couple of years since I've started it back in 2019 and really just found like I have hit my stride more recently. This podcast is a space for me to share what's going on in my life, lessons that I've learned process some of the things that I'm still going through and really just have an open and raw conversation with all of you, my community. This is the place where I can be me and I don't have to think so much about the right content strategy or how many likes I'm getting on Instagram. Not that any of those vanity metrics matter, but this is really just a safe space for me to talk about anything and everything that I feel could be of service and of help to all of you, because I know many of you are in a similar situation where I've been in the past. And many of you have reached out to me and told me how much you love this podcast and how much it resonates with you. And I really appreciate it. And if you're one of those people, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And if you're thinking about reaching out to me, go ahead and message me on Instagram. I love hearing from all of you so much. So like I said, we've really hit a stride and this is the direction we are going to stay in is having these open and raw conversations. I'm going to be bringing on some guests and talking more about the things that are important to me. And all of this is unfolding as I am learning so much more about myself um, and the things that are allowing me to be my true self and how I'm showing up in the world and how that's impacting my life, my health, my relationships, and my business. And that's what brings me to this podcast episode today. So this episode is called The One Practice that skyrocketed my sales in 2023. So I know it's kind of a weird time of year to be talking about this, but I recently have been analyzing my numbers and have been really assessing what's going on in business because things have been really, really good this year. And I wanted to reverse engineer that and understand what is going well. And I have come up with a few things that I want to share with you guys, because I really think it's very powerful, the things that I have employed. Um, So first, let me just preface this by saying, okay, how, how has business been? We are about, what, nine weeks into the year so far. We're not done Q1 of 2023. And already my business has tripled the sales from 2021. Okay. So from two years ago, we have already tripled our sales. And then I was looking at all of the sales from 
2022. So keep in mind, 2021, I was still working as a lawyer and I only left my practice at the end of August, which means, you know, September, 2021 onwards, I was, I was kind of on my own. So 2022 was my first full year in business, in my coaching business. And by the end, and we did good, we did good last year. Um, but by the end of this month right now, March, 2023, we will have surpassed 2022 sales. That's crazy. That is insane. We might even surpass it sooner than that at the trajectory the business is going. But for sure, at the end of Q1, we will have generated more sales than we did in all of 2022 in my first year of business. Okay. So I really wanted to assess this. This is obviously very exciting for me. I've been working on this business and wanting to grow it to this level and beyond, because I know not only does that allow me to do work that I love and allow me to be absolutely aligned in my life, but it also allows me to help more people. The more I grow, the more people I reach. And each one of my clients goes and helps their own clients and the beautiful ripple effect that is having in transforming this world, in shifting the paradigm away from hustle, hard work, fitting into society's norms, shifting away from that and really, really shifting more into alignment, into purpose, into freedom, fulfillment, fun, joy, and all of the things I really stand for. Okay, so I want to share with you guys the one practice that I have put into place this year that I've gotten really serious about that has really shifted everything. Yes, I have done some strategic work. Yes, I have, you know, worked with mentors and coaches. I've done that my entire coaching career since I started my business. I've always worked with mentors that are going to help me get there faster. But even with all the strategies, I felt like I wasn't getting to the level of success that I knew I was capable of. I still felt like there was something that wasn't clicking. And I knew that I could do so much more. Like I'm obviously, you know, I'm smart, I'm resilient, I'm resourceful. There's got to be more. So one of the things that I got more serious about in 2023 is my mindfulness practice. Now, mindfulness can mean so many things to so many people, but I just want to tell you how much this practice has transformed my life, you guys. It has completely shifted the way I see myself, the way I see my business, the way I operate, the way I show up in the world, the way I communicate my relationships, my health, my wellness, all because of this one small mindfulness concept, this practice. And I'm going to go through different things that I have done that have helped me. But if you are somebody who kind of dabbles in the personal development space or dabbles in the spiritual space, and maybe you consider yourself a little woo um, and are learning about maybe energy and frequencies and all of that, I just want to say keep going because it is a rabbit hole and it is deep. But the more you learn, the more you apply to your life, the more you transform. And 
I right now am in this transformation in real time. I am experiencing this up-leveling in who I am as a person. I'm experiencing an up-leveling in my business, in my life all around. And it has been absolutely mind-boggling. It's been beautiful. It's been exciting. I've gone through an array of emotions over the last couple of months. um, And we're really coming out of the other side of that and starting to see all the pieces fit together. Okay. So let me tell you some of the things that I have been doing that have made the biggest shifts um, in my life. So like I said, I work with a lot of coaches. Um, I'm very familiar with mindfulness practices. I'm really familiar with a lot of stuff in this space, in the personal development space, like, you know, meditation, um, energy work, EFT tapping, like there's so many things that I am into. I'm always very open to things that could help me. I'm really, I keep my mind open because I know I don't know everything, but not everything sticks and not everything is for everybody, right? Um, Some of the things that I've really enjoyed have been things like breath work, um, meditation, silence, yoga, um, and just getting into alignment with who I am. But how do I employ these? How do I actually fit them into my schedule? Obviously running my own business, I've got a lot on my plate. So here are the things that I'm going to share with you that I have done um, that have made the biggest, most incredible shifts in my business. So number one is what I call mindful mornings. My mindful mornings, first of all, my mornings were anything but mindful (laughs) in the past. I felt frantic in the mornings. I felt stressed out when my um, alarm would ring. Even as an entrepreneur, I would look at my phone. I'd start scrolling my emails, trying to like set an agenda for the day. And already my mind was racing. And what I decided to do was completely shift that. Over the years, I've on and off done meditations and self-hypnosis in the mornings. But I decided to prioritize my mindfulness practice in the mornings before I do anything else. So if you've got a morning routine, this is something you could incorporate in it. And if you are new to morning routines, this might be something you want to start now. So the first thing I'm going to say is do not look at your phone when you wake up. Don't look at your phone. I heard Jay Shetty say once that when we open our phone first thing in the morning and start scrolling all of our notifications, It's like opening the door to your bedroom and allowing 150 people through the doors, all yelling their own agenda and giving you all their own information right in the morning as you open your eyes. Like that's what we're essentially doing to our mind. And I don't want to clutter my mind with other people's agendas. I don't want to clutter my mind with the things that I have to get done and all of these things. I really want to give myself space to wake up, especially in those very like, vulnerable waking moments when you are shifting your brain waves and waking up a little bit more. Um, your brain is very susceptible to subconscious reprogramming at that time. So it's actually a great time to do self-hypnosis or affirmation work or meditation work. So for me, I do that first thing in the morning. I actually have a like a YouTube recording that I listen to right in the morning. So I put my headphones in as I'm waking up, I turn that on. So I do look at my phone to turn it on, but I don't look at any other notifications. All my notifications are turned off. I know exactly where to go to switch on my, um, my 
the sound for that or the recording for that. And that's what I listened to. It's actually an Abraham Hicks recording, and I can link it in the show notes if anyone's interested, but it really is setting the intention for having a good day. And I started listening to that, I'd say a couple of months ago, near the beginning of the year. And I really do feel like it started to shift the way I feel in the mornings. So after that, I go straight into meditation. Sometimes that might be a, a breath work, or it might be a simple meditation where I'm sitting in silence or a guided meditation, whatever I'm in the mood for that day. But I spend some time with myself as I'm waking up. So now I've done these affirmations. And if you're not listening to something, you can also repeat affirmations in your mind, right? Things that you truly, truly can get on board with, things that you can truly believe. Um, I don't believe in in just positive self-talk and just trying to say positive things to yourself without actually having that energy behind it and truly believing it from your gut and your heart. Um, And if you guys are interested in a little bit more about believable affirmations and things your subconscious mind can get on board with, then let me know and we can do an episode on that as well. But What I listen to is very aligned with who I am, and it's all very believable for me, my subconscious mind. Therefore, it feels good to my nervous system and it works. Okay. So then I do my meditation. I set my intentions for the day. Um, I always say that today is going to be a good day. Every single morning, I repeat that to myself. I say, today is going to be a good day. And I truly feel into that. I repeat it over and over. I've even turned it into a little song and I sing it to my dog in the mornings. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do, but it's a part of my routine now and it has been transformative. And so from that, I make sure that I'm doing something to fill my cup. Um, I, I used to do yoga every morning. Now I go for walks um, just to get some fresh air, get some sunshine, um, when it's sunny in Vancouver, but really just do something to move my body. First of all, um, get fresh air and do something that fills my cup. Okay. So that's my mindful morning. Yours might look a little bit different. It doesn't have to be so extensive. It doesn't have to take so long, but the moment you wake up, I really, really encourage you to do something to tune into yourself and your thoughts. Don't pollute your brain with all of the things coming through on your phone. Don't start to think about all the things you have to do today and your huge agenda or checklist for the day. Really start to tune in on how you want to feel today. And the more you start to set that intention of how you want to feel, the more it will become true for you. Just try it. Try it for the next 10 or 14 days and report back to me on how that felt. This is something that really has set the trajectory for my days. Every single morning is setting these intentions, really getting in tune with how I'm feeling, setting the intention of how I want to feel and affirming to myself that it's going to be a great day. And it always freaking is. Even on the days that are challenging, it's still a great day. Okay. All right. So that is my number one thing um, of how I practice mindfulness. Number two is being very mindful in terms of my energy and my subconscious thoughts. So this is really interesting because I was not doing this very often. I thought, you know, I'm a pretty mindful person. I'm aware of my thoughts. It's all good. But what I didn't realize was how much I was allowing external environmental things and situations impact how I felt and impact my energy. 
So let me tell you what I mean by that. Last year, when I was working on my business, I would say engage with somebody where I'm talking to them about possibly joining one of my programs um, and working together. And I became really attached to the idea of working with this person and or growing my business or making sales. And I would obsessively try to see if they responded back to my emails or my messages and what they're doing. And I would make stories in my head about why they're not responding and just feel very, very attached to the outcome. And I learned a practice to start to detach from these types of things. So the external world and its circumstances cannot impact my feeling. I will, it's unwavering. Who I am and how I feel about myself is not going to be impacted with how somebody else is behaving or what the situation in life may look like. This is a really challenging place. This is a challenging practice sometimes for some people because we really feel like we can't change our circumstances. And I truly believe that if you change yourself, your circumstances will change. It really starts with the person you're being. It starts with the energy that you're putting out in the world. And that's something you have control over. So constantly checking in if I'm feeling crummy or stressed out or overwhelmed, checking in to see why that is. So I call it like an energetic check-in, being very mindful of my energy. Sometimes I may need to shift my energy. That means I might need to step away from my computer. I might need to go for a walk and just change my environment. Um, Sometimes that means putting on music. And sometimes it means really leaning in to the thing that's making me feel really crummy. and starting to detach and how I have learned to do this. And there's many, many different ways, but there's something called a cord cutting ceremony. We're not going to go through the entire thing, but this is just energetic ties that we might have with situations or people. And what I would do is really tune into that energy that's making me feel bad or that circumstance that's making me feel bad and set the intention to detach from that circumstance. So I would close my eyes and literally pretend like my fingers like this are scissors and start to cut away any cords and attachments that I have to certain outcomes, to certain situations, to how my business is going, um, et cetera, et cetera. How I want somebody to respond to me. I just started to detach and release all of those things with gratitude. I do believe that many of our life circumstances, in fact, all of our life circumstances do teach us something. That's what I choose to believe is that we are always learning and growing even from the most tough situations in our life. So I see that situation that is really draining my energy. That's making me feel terrible about myself or something along those lines. And I cut that cord, I cut the attachment and I release it with gratitude. I say, thank you. I appreciate you. I'm no longer attached, right? I'm going to let this go. And that practice in itself has probably created the most lightness for me, has made me feel so much lighter. I used to carry around this huge weight on my shoulders and it would make me feel resentful sometimes of situations, of my business, of of people, all sorts of things. And when I learned that I can start to detach energetically from these situations and not make it my problem and not let it bring me down, it was the most empowering thing in the world. 
So really, again, it starts with mindfulness, right? That is the theme. That is the practice. That is the thing that will change your life. Becoming mindful of how you feel, becoming mindful of the attachment, being really honest with yourself, and then intentionally detaching. Okay. The last thing I want to share with you that has worked for me is mindfulness in language, right? So really using mindful language. Tuning into the words that I am using. This is something I started a little bit more recently. Um, I actually first heard James Wedmore talking about it a couple of months ago on his podcast, and it really clicked with me. I had heard, of course, like your words are your wand and things like that in the past, but it never really clicked for me until I heard that episode on James Wedmore's podcast. And he talked extensively about the use of our language. We are literally speaking our life into existence all of the time. And the words that we use and the vibration of those words are coming back and resonating with us. We're also hearing what we're saying, right? So it's leaving your mouth, but it's also coming back and you're absorbing your words. So what kind of language are you using? Are you consistently saying, I work so hard. This is so hard. That was challenging. Um, is that the approach that you have to your language? I started to realize that that's how I spoke. Everything was like, oh, yeah, I work so hard on this, or there isn't enough time, or I'm so busy. I've got so much going on. Constantly telling my subconscious mind that I'm not enough. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough sales, money, clients. I don't have enough. Like, I don't know enough. I would always say this thing, actually, to my um, my peers, right? I've got a couple of really good friends in the coaching space, and we consistently are checking in with each other. And the one thing I would always say is, I feel like I'm on the cusp of making it. I feel like I'm on the cusp of breaking into something really big. But even though that's not negative language, I kept telling myself I'm on the cusp. I'm not there yet. And I said this for a very, very long time. I would describe it as like, I'm almost there. And then one day I just thought about it and I thought, why am I always saying I'm almost there? Why am I never allowing myself just to be there? How come I can't just own that space and say, I'm there now? It's happening now. And when I started doing that, you would not believe that things actually started to fall into place. It was like this energetic block that I was putting up, always just being one step behind, right? Like I always had one more step to go to get to where I wanted. And it was the day where I realized, no, I can be there right now and I could just own it right now. And I will figure it out on the way is when energetically things started shifting and actually business started to grow. So your words are your wand. You can literally use your words and your language to create the life that you want. You can create a great life or a not so great life, but you get to choose the words that you use. It doesn't always have to be this is so hard. I'm so busy. I don't have enough time. I'm scared. I can't do this. Um, I'm going to fail, right? I hear so many people saying this to me. So many people that are interested in starting a business and doing something that really lights their heart up, doing something that's meaningful. And these people know that they're capable. They're really smart people, but they come to me and they say, I'm scared. I'm going to fail. 
this is what's going to happen to me. And it's fine. I mean, you need to embrace your feelings. You can't ignore your feelings, but there's ways of processing that without affirming that you're not good enough without affirming all the negative things, right? So it's really becoming mindful and aware of the language, of the energy, of your routines. Those are the things that helped shift my business. Those are the very things that have transformed my business. I've tripled 2021 sales and we are going to surpass 2022 sales within the first quarter of this year. Like I say that because if it's I know if I can do this, you can do this too. And it's possible for you. So for all of you that are sitting there wondering if your business is going to work out, even when you don't have a clear idea, it's possible. You just have to get on board with it. You have to get on board with yourself. Because once you start to practice mindfulness in every aspect of your life, everything will start to shift. I I'm a happier person. I'm a healthier person. I feel lighter. My relationships are better. The way I communicate is better. The way I feel is 1000 times better. I'm just not that person that was always stressed out and scared and overwhelmed and frustrated. I'm not her anymore. I don't even recognize her anymore. And it's all because I decided to look inward. So, yes, it's important to put together the strategies and work on all that stuff. But equally, if not more important is the internal work. And that's why when I work with clients, whether that is in a private capacity or in my group, the Freedom Bridge, we spend so much time and energy on this part, on the internal work. Because once you learn how to really tap into the internal work and become so aware of what's going on subconsciously and energetically, you can easily start to transform your life. You can completely change the trajectory of your life. And that is available to you. Okay. So this is the episode I wanted to bring to you guys today, because I know how powerful this practice has been in my life. And it's something so simple. It's mindfulness. And you can start to practice it right now. So what I want you to do is DM me on Instagram, DM me the word mindful. So I can help you start to really take this to the next level. So I can help you start to integrate mindfulness into your life and help you really create the life, the business, the freedom that you have been dreaming about. And I'd love to hear your biggest takeaways on the one thing that you're going to try. Try one thing at a time, whether that's a mindful morning um, with meditation and affirmations, whether that's really being mindful energetically or being mindful about your language. Let me know which resonated with you the most and which one you're most excited to try. Go ahead and DM me. I will link my Instagram handle in the show notes so we can chat further. Thank you so much for being here. I can't wait for seeing you guys again next week on another episode of the Aligned Freedom Podcast. Bye.